Welcome to the Thank Generation World Podcast, episode number 88, and I am your host, Amir Estimo. Thank you very much for tuning in to this podcast today. I'd like to open up with gratitude. You could be doing anything in this world with the fact that you're listening to this podcast. It's much appreciative, and I hope that this today's episode is a great value to you. Leave a five-star review. If you enjoy this content, rate and review the podcast on any of your platform, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast from. All right, let's jump in today's episode. So today's episode was inspired by a stand-up. Now, I don't remember the stand-up, but Chris Rock had a stand-up. I, I want to say it was bigger and blacker or something to that nature. Uh, and I remember he mentioned something. And in this stand-up, he said, there's a difference between rich and wealthy, okay? Because I know this podcast is talking about think generational wealth. He said, okay, the difference, and he brought up the example. The example was, he brought up at the time, Shaquille O'Neal. He said, Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq is rich. Now, that, this was years ago. Shaq is, <laughs> Shaq is wealthy now. And the guy who signs his check is wealthy. At that moment, I didn't think much of it, right? I said, okay, this was like years ago when he did the stand-up. But most recently, I started thinking, yes, there is a huge difference. There is a difference. I don't know if it's a huge, but there is a difference between the two. So you say, okay, what's the difference? Well, Jeff Bezos is wealthy. Most can agree that Jeff Bezos is wealthy. Why is he wealthy? Well, he earns, he has assets. He has assets that can pay him basically for the rest of his life. He owns Amazon. He owns, I think, the Washington Post. I think Um, he owns the space Blue Origin. I think so. Another thing he does. So he owns Income producing assets. Someone that's wealthy builds their they build their wealth by assets, whether it's stocks, real estate, businesses. Okay. Those things are income producing assets. Now you say, okay, well, someone that's rich, right? Shaquille O'Neal at the time was rich. He wasn't wealthy. Rich is someone who makes their income. So like Shaq at the time makes his money from playing basketball. But if Shaq doesn't play basketball anymore, the question becomes, does he have any income producing assets that's going to pay him? And at that time, probably the answer was no. Now, I don't know the whole financial, Shaq's whole financial situation, but I'm just giving an example. Because in sports, right, these players, they get paid based off if they play. So if you get played, you play, and you play for X amount of times, years, you will get a check. Now, football is a little different. Football 
It's not guaranteed. You know, you may get you may sign a hundred dollar, hundred million dollar deal. That's why when you hear these football players get paid, they get they sign these hundred million dollars year deal. Pay attention to what's guaranteed, not what the deal. The deal looks good. A <laughs> hundred million dollars. Yeah. Um, uh, Shaquille O'Neal or I don't know, uh, somebody, Barry Sanders. I'm just throwing names out there, but just being facetious. Just think of it that way. Signs a hundred million dollar deal. You look at it like, man, he signed a hundred million dollar deal. But in football, it's not at a hundred million, maybe 30, 40 million is guaranteed. Right. So you want to keep that in mind. Basketball is different. Basketball, you'll probably get your whole hundred million. But if you're not producing, let's say later on in your careers or you're just not a they do what they call a buyout. So instead of you probably getting your hundred million, you may end up getting 70. So you may not get the whole hundred million dollars. So keep that in mind. Right now, if they stop playing whatever professional sport they're playing. They don't get a check. You're rich. You may have a rich lifestyle, but they don't get a check. Okay, so if you don't get a check, guess what happens? You have to start spending money. You're not coming. That's not coming in. And if you're spending money, that's not coming in. What are you doing? You're reducing your wealth. You're reducing your income. You're reducing, you're reducing and reducing. And that's why you see a lot of these athletes, entertainers, they go bankrupt. They have to file for bankruptcy. Because once that money is not coming in anymore, unless you have income producing assets, you're, the, the rich title can only hold so long. You could be a millionaire. You know, I was reading a book and it said in 1800s, in the late 1800s or so, well, someone who made a million dollars was considered wealthy. They were considered wealthy back then. Now, if you make a million dollars now, it's not the same as it was in the 1800s because the cost of living has gone up, inflation. So something that probably cost a dollar is probably now costing almost $30, $40, right? So you want to keep that in mind. When you are building, when you're thinking about being rich, some people are like, I want to be rich. No, you want to be wealthy. <laughs> you don't want to be, you want to be rich and that's fine, right? But you want to be wealthy because once you're rich, then you want to go for the wealthy title. Because if you look at Shaquille O'Neal now, he owns businesses, income producing businesses. That's what he owns now. He doesn't, Shaq owns pizzas. He owns, like, I think he even invested into that um, company ring when it first came out. He owns variety of businesses. So now he owns income producing assets, which means he's not working. He's still getting a check. That's the beauty of it. If you save, let's say you save, you know, you have you put $5,000 a month in your bank account, right? You put $5,000 a month. Now you have $30,000 extra. So now you have $30,000. That doesn't necessarily mean you're rich. Okay. Here's the kicker. Let's say that $30,000 is paying you, you, paying you $5,000 a month. 
for six months, right? That's the key. That's the issue. That's where we don't we don't really see the importance of wealth. Wealth is when you don't have to work and you have your income producing assets paying you because now you have your time freedom, right? You are debt free and you don't at any moment of your life, you can live unless things just go into the gutter. Like in Jeff Bezos case, unless another company comes and outdoes him and also Amazon goes bank. That's the only way he can lose his wealth. But as long as Amazon is going as a machine as it is, Elon Musk is going as a like Tesla, Warren Buffett, so and so on. They don't have to work. They have the time freedom to do what they want to do on their own terms. Now, with being rich, right, you turn around and you see these athletes and entertainers and they, they rich. Yeah, I'm rich. I'm making a lot of money. You know, you have to you have to constantly work. So if you're an entertainer, you probably have to constantly shoot movies. You got to be gone from your family. Right. So you got to be gone from your family. If you're an athlete, you got to constantly play. You may have to play well into years that you didn't want to. Maybe you wanted to retire at a younger age, but maybe because of your money, maybe how you're living your life, you may have to work. You may have to stay longer. OK, and that's where the, the issue is. There is people don't realize that. When you're rich, it look it's hey, sounds good and all of that, but your lifestyle, what are you doing afterwards with that money to turn it into wealth? Because if you're not making music, you're not shooting basketball, you're not playing football or you're not shooting movies. And I'm not saying that's the only way to be rich. There's a variety of ways to be rich, but I'm just saying, just kind of give an example. You don't have nothing coming in. So if you don't have nothing coming in, you got to live on what you have. So if you sign a 30, $100 million contract, and let's say you, you then turn around and say, okay, I'm going to go and buy a MC Hammer is a perfect example. I was actually reading about it this morning. MC Hammer, I think he had amassed $30 million throughout his whole career. But he ended up filing for bankruptcy later on because he ended up actually being in debt. So can you imagine if you make um, you make a million dollars a year, but your expenses are one point two million dollars. So that means, yeah, you may be rich, but you are in debt. Two hundred thousand dollar difference because of your lifestyle. So if you have an expensive lifestyle, buying expensive cars, there was actually really a story of Vince Young and how he went broke. And I, and I think one of the reasons were he used to go to Chili's and he used to go. He was a frequent going to Chili's and he ended up with his bill at Chili's was six hundred dollars every time he went. And that's the thing. That's why you, you read about these athletes and they go broke. It's because, for one, when you're not financially literate or educated, you're not any of those two things. Especially depending on your background, where you come from. Because if someone comes and hands you 
$10. You didn't have that $10 yesterday. You may be like, dang, I, I have, oh man, I got $10, you know? So, you know, now I can go probably go do other stuff with that money. I mean, I'm just giving an example again. I was even watching an episode. I don't know if you guys watch. Um, it was some of the reruns. Uh, Mom, the TV show. There was actually a sh- an episode. Uh, Christy, she was actually mentioning. She was being in denial that she had a gambling problem. And I remember she mentioned on. She said. One of the reasons why she gambles. Is because when she. She doesn't have much money coming to her. So when she has the money. It's like a lot to her. So she would go and gamble it. But that's the thing. When you are not financially educated, even if you don't have a lot of money, but when you do have that money, you can go invest it. Okay? Because some of us don't think that. Like when you hear these athletes, again, they go broke, 30 for 30 broke and all that stuff. is because there's a level of education you have to be. And that's why now you're seeing a lot of these athletes now, LeBron James, so on, so on. Instead of them blowing their cash, what they're doing is investing because they know their career. There's only a short amount of time you're going to play this game. And after that, that's it, because you're not going to get a check from the NBA every single year, every single year. You're not going to get that anymore. Once you retire, it's it. If you don't have things for when you retire, it's going to be tough for you. That's why even for us, who's probably not even athletes or millionaires or all that stuff, if you don't put, you're not building wealth on the side and you're just collecting a check every single two weeks, eventually you're going to retire. And then when you retire, what happens? You don't have no money coming in. And the way to have that is you need to have income producing assets. Okay, income producing assets. You need to have assets that's paying you while you are not of working or you don't work. That's the luxury of being wealthy. That's the luxury of being wealthy. And sometimes, you know, what we determine wealth. Oh, if you have 100 million, 10 million, 30 million, whatever. I don't know what that means to you, but to me is. If I have my time, freedom, I own businesses, I have income producing assets, I don't have to go to a nine to five job, right? I don't have someone telling me what to do and what not to do with my money or my time. Then I, to me, I don't need to have a hundred million dollars. I would recommend a book for any of us. And actually, I'm going to go back and read this book again. And because I was actually listening to the YouTube version of it, there was a guy who went over the book in YouTube. It was called The Psychology of Money. And one part he mentioned is you do not want to compare yourselves to someone else, meaning I don't want to compare myself to Jeff Bezos because Jeff Bezos is different from Amir Estimo is different from you. You're not the same. Okay. So you don't want to compare yourself and be like, well, Jeff has that. I want that too. Your circumstance may not allow you to get that far. What if you turn around and only had $10 million? You're wealthy. But that $10 million, let's say you have income producing assets. 
that are paying you, not cash. Okay, your cash is, is part of your wealth, but that's just money you have on the side, and you can probably use that money to invest. You know why I think a lot of times people that are wealthy are more frugal. And there's another book I would probably recommend. So there's two books, Psychology of Money, and then the next next book called the uh oh man um the rich neighbor next door or something like the millionaire next door that may be a title read you can read that read that book too and it will tell you why people who are wealthy are the most frugal people in the world because you don't want to just go blow your wealth you don't want to there was actually a story Dwayne Wade I remember he was on a podcast and he said LeBron James is the cheapest person he knows. He says LeBron doesn't even turn on his Wi-Fi. <laughs> so if he's he he's some he doesn't he's somewhere he doesn't even turn on the Wi or he, he doesn't use his data. I think it was. So if someone calls him, let's say you're in an area that your location probably is not is not getting good reception. So you want to. You know, you, you could take your phone off or not getting good Wi-Fi. You could take your phone off Wi-Fi and actually use your data. And he says LeBron James would not do that. He would not. Warren Buffett, sorry, Warren Buffett still lives in the same home he bought. And I think it was the 1950s or something like that. He lives in that same exact home he bought for like $21,000. And he's one, he's one of the richest men. He's one of the most wealthiest men in the world. And I'm not saying he's, and I'm saying wealthy because Warren Buffett owns businesses. He owns stocks. He's, you know, so he has income producing assets. And that's what we want to get to. We don't want to just be rich. Rich, you can be rich and your lifestyle exceeds what you actually have. So if you make a hundred, like let's just say for make a hundred thousand dollars a year, but you have a hundred and twenty thousand dollar lifestyle, it's not going to work. You're not you you you're not rich. You're in debt. So the key thing is you want to take that hundred thousand dollars a year and make sure it pays you something every single month. That's the key to wealth. Income producing assets, lowering your cost of living, meaning accelerating your savings, growing your income, growing your assets. These are the things that are going to be wealth of these are the advantages for you, not making a million dollars and then having a one point two million dollar lifestyle. You do not want to be on the other end of broke or rich. Whatever you call that. So if you're rich, you could possibly be broke. Okay. And when you hear about, and, and it's so sad, you know, we live in a world today where people, people, people value, like they let social media, they see stuff on social media sometimes and they're just like, I want that too. Sometimes it's not meant for you. You can go and be wealthy. That's anybody can do that. Anybody can do that. But it takes a level of discipline 
It really does, folks. And even me, again, I'm not, I'm, I'm going through it just like you guys are going through it. So don't ever think um, for me, I have it together because I don't. I, I'm still learning. I, I am still learning. I, I told my kids this the other day. I said, you know, I always ask my kids, I say, hey, you know, when you, I, I don't I don't ask my kids, how is school? I, I, I'll probably ask them here and there, but I don't make that. I don't say, how is school? I say, what did you learn today? And that, the reason I ask that question, because you can actually, let's say, for example, right, you can go through a day, you can go to school and learn nothing, right? But if you're not learning something new, it could be, hey, I, I, you know, I called this company and they taught me something new about my wireless bill. I didn't know that. That was learning something new, right? Um, Maybe learning how to cut the yard or maybe learning how to change a light bulb, maybe learning how to, I don't know. There's just, it, it could be the smallest thing in the world, but if you are not learning every single day, you're dying. And I always tell them, Hey, how was, how was your day? Yeah, dad, it was good. What did you learn today? Well, and then they'll go into school and sometimes I'm like, no, I'm not just talking about school. I'm talking about what did you learn today? You know, oh, I learned this new route, how to get to class. Boom. That's some, learning something new. Right. Oh, I was talking to this friend and you were telling me about this, you know, this thing. And boom. You learn something new. You should be learning every single day. And when it comes to wealth, you should be understanding and educating yourself how to build it because it takes time. Warren Buffett didn't get more of his money. And they say most million, most billionaires or even millionaires become that past their 50s, right? And here I am, I'm thinking, I, I'm, I'm not dating, I don't want to date myself here, but I was thinking the other day, I'm like, man, I'm getting to this certain age and I, I'm not, am I where I exactly want to be at? And the answer is, I told myself, the answer is no. But at the end of the day, I know it's going to take time. As long as I'm healthy, living, I can do this. It's going to take time. It's going to take time. Building wealth takes time. Being rich, you can be rich today and then lose it all the next day. Ask someone who won the lottery. Rich. Boom. I'm rich. And the next day they turn around, five, six years down the road, they broke because they didn't understand the value of money. They didn't understand financial education. They didn't understand how to be these things. They just thought it was, okay, you know, I make $100 million. I'm, you know, I won the lottery, got $30 million. But then that's when you're coming in, you're living a different lifestyle, but you don't realize you ain't got no money coming in. And if you don't have any money coming in, it's going to be hard to maintain that lifestyle. You got to have money coming in and you cannot have your expenses exceed your income. That just, that doesn't work. The optics doesn't work. The numbers doesn't work. Okay. And like I said, I'm just like you guys, I'm figuring it out just like you guys. So I'm not, I'm not here. You know, this one thing when it comes to even doing something in life. And this probably would be my next episode on the podcast is the imposter syndrome. We all have that. Like I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, I start this podcast. What do I know? I'm not rich. I'm not wealthy. <laughs> I'm not any of that stuff. I'm just a regular guy with kids and a family. You know, I have a corporate job. I have a couple of businesses on the side, but that's, that's it. 
but you know, I don't. Why would anybody listen to me? What 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 am I going to say that's going to be of value to anyone? And they're going to say, oh, you know, hey, he, you know, I can follow him. I can follow Amir. And I have to tell myself, I had to get out of my head and say, you know what? There's someone who's in the same position I am. They're learning just like I'm learning. So instead of them scoundering the internet, looking for value, bring this here and centralize this information. And it's up to them what they go do with it. And that's how I feel. That's with you too. Don't let the imposter syndrome stop you from doing whatever you don't let, because we all create these negative thoughts and, you know, these beliefs, these, you know, these uh, beliefs and say, hey, man, you know, I can't do this. So why am I going? Why? You know, why? 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 You know, and we keep asking ourselves, why would anybody listen to me? Why would this? just do it? Just do it. Just do it. Just like the commercial Nike say, just do it. Everything else will fall in line. I'll tell you this. I just hit 2,500 downloads on my podcast. And to someone that's like, oh, man, 2,500. You know, for someone who's not podcast consistently as often as I want to or should, right? I'm not getting any money from this, but I enjoy talking financial literacy. And it's a way for me to learn because not only am I sharing, I'm learning. Because there are certain topics that I cover on this podcast, I actually have to go research it. And then I'm like, whoa, I, I didn't know that. Like the life insurance podcast, the last episode 87, there was some stuff I didn't, I didn't realize about. I was like, wow, I didn't think of that. I had to learn that. And it gives me an opportunity to learn too. Because I think for me, is like I said, you should be learning every single day. And again, whatever, if whatever you may feel or think, just, hey, I can do this. Someone, again, my podcast, 25 downloads, I average about 40 podcast downloads, right? That, that may seem like, that's, you know, that may not seem a lot, but at the end of it, I just think of it as from where I have started to where I'm at now, I used to only have six, four, five downloads. And then when I see the podcast going up like that, I'm appreciative. That means if I was in a room, there would be 40 people listening to me. The only difference is I'm doing it behind the mic, behind a computer, and you actually taking the time and listening to it. I'm no, I'm no different than you are. So when it comes to wealth, I have to, I'm learning about this too. I have to put it in my mind. I don't want to be rich. I want to be wealthy because I can pass down assets to the next generation. I can't pass my job down. I cannot do that. But I can pass down a business, stocks to my kids, teach them. So the next generation can have the same information that the generation before them had. But it starts with us and your mindset. It starts here, here, your mind. And then you work your way down. Okay. I appreciate if you listen to this podcast at its entirety, I am so appreciative of you listening to this podcast because I, 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 I truly, truly value anybody's time because there's two things in this world you can't, it's really hard for people to depart with their time and their money. Now, money, you can get that back Time, you can. We all have the same, as I'm recording this podcast, what's going on? The time is moving and moving and moving. 
So anytime anybody listens to this podcast, my goal is for you to walk away. Even if you learn the most minimal, minuscule thing on this podcast, hopefully you can take that away and it opens the door for you to go learn more. Because the learning starts with you. The education starts with you. I'm not here to teach you. I'm not here. I'm here to share, but I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. It all starts with you, okay? But if you listen to this podcast, even people are like, man, I didn't know wealthy was this and then rich was that. Yes, there is a difference. There is one, okay? So till next week, much love to you guys. And I'll leave you with this quote. The quote of the day. And the quote is, you miss the best things if you keep your eyes shut. Dr. Seuss, actually.